Oh. Hey, isn't that bomb? Hey, let's save that for when we're online. We are. We're already online. Okay. Oh, well, we are. So keep going. Okay. Keep going. So I, <laughs> the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden, I just cry. And it, out Amen. of nowhere, out of, I'm literally, there's tears in my eyes that I look up because I love the view. I look out and I just, my hands, I have my hand in my heart. And I can't understand that that experience what i'm experiencing right. why do i cry like a little baby it's over you're overwhelmed mm -hmm. you're That's overwhelmed cool. and it's mm -hmm. not a good it's not a bad cry no, it's a good it's cry a good, it's it's, you're cry. overwhelmed by feelings from the holy spirit and and that's experiencing the spirit, and that's when, a beautiful thing. When I'm in my you almost word, like that on Sunday. There was just yeah. like something you were like, and I was like, Ugh, man, that was all the Lord, bro. That was all the Lord, bro. That was all the Lord. Just, just go with it. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And, just like some you know? of the songs. And I caught myself when I share the word with other people, people that oh. really don't know. It just comes out oh, yep. scriptures that I've been yeah that's the Lord and I, and he, I use he the uh, takes that scripture and, hide, and puts it into I, your heart yeah I go it's, back that's... in the history and I go back in in the New Testament and it just and I'm like no yeah and I have to stay quiet but then I then I start in my in my heart starts crying because I couldn't finish it yeah it's amazing isn't it Mm -hmm. Just you know, you do you just keep going, you know. Um, you know, I think we get like that. Get, yeah, go ahead. because uh, we 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 experience the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think when when we do see Him face to face, you know, like I want to be like, "What's up, dude?" You know, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna either be like terrified or I'm gonna be, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be terrified or I'm gonna be like. Oh, thank you, Jesus, and I'm just start bawling. You know what I mean? Because I have, I, I understand him. You know. So I think that's just like you're experiencing his like full peace in that moment because you're 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 spending time with him. You're listening to him, and you're not coming to say, "Oh, I already know this." You're coming there to like, "What do you got for me, Lord?" You know what I mean? And that's why it goes back what I was sharing. Luke ten. Five and six. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, all these weeks it goes right back to that. Yeah. Oh, truth. Yep. That's amazing. Oh, bless. Full circle. No wonder I cry like a baby. From the beginning to the end. <laughs> oh no, that's just that's just Rolando. That me? Yeah, that's just you. Hey, you know, well, hold on to it, you know, because that's that's a, that's actual evidence that. The Holy Spirit is with you, you know, yeah. when you're in that in that overwhelming state, you know, like that's a testimony. Yeah. Just that fact that you're sitting there and you can experience that peace that he's given you and you can feel it to where it makes you ball. That itself is a testimony, you know, and I share with people when I and yeah. I said, and I don't know why. And when I speak, it, it just comes out. I speak with confidence. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you, you want to hear it, yeah. you hear it. If you don't, it goes right back to that little yeah. tent. That's fine. Mm -hmm. What does it say? What does it say? It says, uh, when you enter a house, say unto the house, peace be with you. Mm -hmm. And if it is not accepted, it will come back to you. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I had it already like this, but I still was looking for it. Before. We went. It was like 20 years ago. We went. We went to a Bible study in in my my stepmother's church, being Kathy, and and um we got we got stuck by ourselves in the study, and and the pastor was going over some scripture, and I remember it was in Romans. Um, I I don't remember exactly what scripture it was. But I, but I was really getting let down about it because he was going more yes. historical and and in the setting and not in not the depth of the meaning and and and, and then I, I spoke up and I didn't speak speak out of turn or anything but I I was telling him you know the depth of this is is amazing I go it's it's talking about our spiritual life and how how we need to how we need to cling to him and I said and it's not just and it's not just us in our word. It's us in our word. It's us in our prayer. And it's us in fellowship. It's a three-legged stool. And and if ever, any one of those legs missing, um, the stool can't stand. But the reason I brought this up, this, this old man came up to me afterwards. He goes, man, you speak with such authority. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, he, he, um, God gave all authority under heaven. Yeah. To Jesus, Amen. and if Jesus is living in you, and you're speaking through the Spirit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're speaking with authority. Yeah. Yep. If you're speaking without the Spirit, you're going to find yourself not speaking in authority. Yeah, that's the yeah. difference that's between right. actually living your faith and just saying knowing right. your faith. Did exactly. You chosen for pilot? No. Is it good? Trailer. Is it good? We'll start that back up again when the season when the season's over. Well, it won't have to come out of theaters after February 1st. Yeah, whenever whenever the season's they're done. They're going to be first, and then they're going to bring it. <laughs> yeah, they're making I don't think they got to finance it. it. Yeah. They're making well, they're money. trying to finance the movie he wants to do after the show. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm following him constantly. <laughs> I bet. Dallas Jenkins? Is that who it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I'm 4.30 mustard seed. 4.35. Mm-hmm. No, I think we finished the seeds. Yeah, we four thirty five. We're on. Calm, yeah, calm the storm. Yeah, no, we're out, but are we starting fast? Are we going back? We're going forward. forward. Oh, we're going forward. That teaching oh, was over. Jesus calms the storm. Uh, everyone loves that episode oh, of Chosen, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you guys seen the Chosen, Stephen? Not that far. Is there? No. Season. Like halfway through season, yeah, yeah, it gets good. Wow. Yeah, you'll love it, love it. especially the third season, season three. Yeah, a lot of powerful tear jerker moments. Oh, mm-hmm. A ton of them. Oh, you're getting the boxes of tissues now, more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know, welcome, we welcome. <laughs> uh, welcome back, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. What do we got? What, we got any announcements this week? Calendar girl? Not that I know. Nope. We just have a council meeting on Sunday. A council meeting on Sunday. Were, were we moving there? It's coming Sunday? Uh-huh. Just coming Sunday or... No, the next one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why the next one? Because it's is it for the new year? Or is it this one? We won't have a calendar because it's for January if we don't do it this week. Oh. You kind of want a calendar for Yeah, if you guys want to know what's going on in January, we got to do it this weekend. <laughs> oh, no, it's not this okay. week. No, it's next the thir- week. Yeah, 31st is the following Sunday. It's New Year's Eve. Yes. Oh, sure. 
I don't know. She's, I'm just, you know, whatever my wife says, I'm like, yeah, whatever she says, you know, let's get it done, you know what I mean? Go a little far there, huh? It's up to him. Usually we go to his friend's house. Oh, I was making a joke. Yeah. So I think we are taking a break, huh? We're enjoying the holidays. Is that what we're doing this weekend? Think so. Yes, it's Christmas on Monday. Sweet. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry early Christmas. We can say it Thursday, too. I'm going to say it every day. Every day is Christmas. <laughs> That's what Harry used to say. Harry used to say that. Harry used to say that. Of yes. course. Yes. Okay. Yes. You said we're having a break. We don't know what a break is. A break is like we're not doing anything on Saturday, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Friday. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Are we doing band practice Friday? I don't know. That's the Francis question. Yeah. Hey, can you band practice Gary, you know, and we can sing that on Oh, that's a good song. I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we're going to have to because we're going to do a bunch of Christmas songs on Sunday. Yeah, that one's... Okay. I know we'll probably do Silent Night again. You guys know. are all dressing up. Oh, yeah, we gotta wear we got to wear red. I need to go buy it from... Silent Night? Yeah. That was, I believe... Phil Wickham. Phil Wickham, Phil Wickham. yeah. yeah. It's more of an upbeat version. Yeah. I so. love that version because when it's normal Silent Night, it's like, okay, it's like more of a... Yeah, I gotta sleep. Type. And then this one was so, super upbeat. I loved it. And you guys could always join us on Bad Practice Nights. They're on Friday night. You know, um, someone, you someone usually brings around at first, and then yeah, it's a lot of messing it, around then... sometimes. Sometimes it's like full on jam sessions. It's so bomb. Is food provided? Oh, sweet! Is food provided? Sometimes. <laughs> It'll be awesome. I'm excited. I like these And then, let's see. I think that's it, right? So we'll pray in. We'll get started. Amen. Heavenly Father, we uh, we come before you, Lord, and uh, we ask you that uh, you set our minds straight, Lord, so we can uh, be in your presence. And... Uh, and have you share with us the, the the things that you have in store for us tonight to, to understand and have the ears to hear, Lord. Uh, please bless this study in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Cool. <laughs> See you, Fred. That's why we pray. Pray. So you guys remember where we start? You got oh, Corinthians 13, 13. Dang. Somebody new want to take us there? Or no? Nick does. Oh, Nick does? <laughs> Dang, I'm going to pay for that one. You're going to pay for that one? Two became one, huh? <laughs> Uh, if no one would want to, I guess I can talk. Sorry. Just right in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> Some ASMR into the mic. <laughs> no, no, there. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So, don't get better. Anybody get or no? 60. Anyone new want to lead us in the? You want to lead us, Jacob? First Corinthians 13. First, the first verse. And why we go there and what, what's it about? Maybe? 13, 13. What it's about is what we read on it. But anyway, 
Thank you. Straight forward. <laughs> Just being as blunt as ever. Said huh? <laughs> so First Corinthians thirteen thirteen, correct? Yep. And now these things remain: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. It, it is and love is love. That's the wrong one. It's fourteen thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know why we go there first on a Bible study? You remember? Get our heads in the right spot, man. Amen. <laughs> go into more depth. Be honest. Yeah. Like, uh, get our get our heads into loving each other and being open with each other and being able to uh, to read this together. And have faith. Yeah. Like halfway. The greatest of these is love. Yeah, because you can see those things in in the, in the gospel. The scriptures were reading. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Hidden in I'm just kidding. No, no, he got it. I know. He got it. He's my brother. I got messed up. He got it. He got it. It's just like a fly ball to left field a little bit. It was good. Still got on base, you know? Still there. You knew it all the way back. <laughs> Wasn't me. Thank you. All right, so we're we, we, we left off on 36 of 4, right? Or 34, 35? Yeah. Oh all right, all right. Cool. Cool. Oh, right. Love this part. You want to take it? I can. Yeah. Yep. Full sin. Full sin. All right, it says in verse 35. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along, just as he was, in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A ferocious storm came up, and the waves broke over the boat, so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drowned? He got up, re rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. They still had doubt. And they knew. They knew, well, knew him. They, this they is... watched the miracles he performed. They mean, and all the things he talked about. They still didn't know him. This is where two, two things. Can't you say that in yourself, play. though? I was just about to say. That. This <laughs> no? is where two things come into play. You think if you were right in front of him, you would have acted different? No. You know what? I still believed in him no matter what. Yeah. Well, the, that's the thing. They still believe in him, but at the same point, they're doubting you have on themselves. The so when the waves were coming over the boat yeah. and about to sink the boat, they're so afraid. They're like, man, Couldn't we're going to sink. We're going to die. At the same point that he's right, that is us every single time when we go back into our sin. Yeah, we've seen the things he's done in our lives, the mm -hmm. changes he's made, but yet yeah. we still go back and sin, you know? And every Joe, single time. Which Joe says greetings and seasons blessings. Huh. And so... So though, okay, okay, so. And that's, then he's asking the same question. Why are you so afraid? Are you still have no faith? He says that to us constantly when we go back into sin. Because check it out in the first verse. He said, 
that that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, "Let us go over to the other side." Mm-hmm. Said, "We're going to the other side." Right. They doubted they would get there. I mean, you know, but we do it too. Oh, sure we do it too, because like he says, "Don't be anxious, don't worry, right don't be afraid, don't fear." You know all this stuff, and yet we find ourselves in that stuff all the time. You know when he said, "Don't," you know, and so. There is a way to control it, and he's the way. He's the way. This is if the he way. says it, if he says it, we can stand on it. We can stand on it. And so, when you find yourself in those things, say, "Hey, what? Wait a minute. I'm not trusting the Lord. I'm not giving it to Him. I'm not turning to Him." What I think of he's, is He's the answer. What I think of is if He gave you something, right? He showed you this vision or this promise to you, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that I will never leave you or forsake you. He says that, or forsake you, not forsake you. Um, but he says that in the word. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. But there's constant times where there's moments, that everyone has not where there's a moment in your life, you're like, man, Lord, are you really here with me? Oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, feeling yeah, you. Yeah. I'm not hearing you. Yeah. That's the same times where he's asking us, do you still have no faith? Because we're starting to doubt him, but yet he said he would never leave us or forsake us. So that's I mean, doubting that like, promise. You know, I, I, I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't know how to swim either. If they, they decided to get over, but I still would move my faith in him to where I. I'm the boat's halfway boat. underwater. Yeah. You know, you got to think about it. Jesus is probably sitting there above the water, just sleeping, like. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You can read that us in different ways mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what I was gonna say is that's why um a lot of times you find yourself in dis- different circumstances mm-hmm. and yeah there's times where you don't feel him mm-hmm. but at the same point he said he would never leave you or forsake yeah. you mm-hmm. just because you don't feel him go into something where you do or seek him and fast mm-hmm. instead of losing faith in him ground yourself and trust me I'm not Backing on anyone because I do it too. Yeah, I have those same thoughts once in a while, like, "Oh Lord, are you we're really here with me?" Like, we all do. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're all just I mean, same sinners. <laughs> all the way around. Jacob exactly. has a verse from a jars of clay song. It's, oh yeah, my bad. Really I, I even have, even forgot. From where? They, uh, a, a, a jars of clay song. song. Okay. It's yeah. like a child by jars of clay. It's yeah. a yeah. Uh, it, yeah. The um. It's just reminding me of faith like a child, and in this song it goes, They say that I can move the mountains and send them falling to the sea. They say that I can walk on water if only I could follow and believe with faith like a child. Uh, I don't even know what exactly. Nice. Right? Go for it. 
<laughs> the songs, the songs are amazing. I think you guys too. Oh yeah. It was yeah. the next. It was the. It was the Dear next part God. of the, <laughs> the scripture. You the said. scripture, yeah. Now when you mentioned that sometimes the, you know, we don't feel it. Is it because there's peace put in us in silence? No, right? not there's different moments. But because you have to remember, sin separates you from the Lord. Right. And it's not saying that you're separate, that you're removed no. from Him. No, it's saying that it's. It's like taking something and putting a bowl over it, right? Like how we were just talking about the lamp. You put a a bowl over the lamp, what good is it? Mm -hmm. At the same point, that lamp is your faith, is your heart. And if you put a bowl over it, that's your sin. You're putting bowl over your faith and your heart. How can you feel anything from the outside? You can't feel the presence of the Lord because your sin is separating you. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You ground yourself and you um, ask for forgiveness and you go back to the um, point for the person to take off the bowl. That's the only way you can actually um, feel the Lord. And something that I do understand that Matt always says to, or Matt said a long time ago, was not always says, but he said a long time ago was uh, if you don't feel the Lord, go and find somewhere where you see the Lord working and ground yourself in that. Right. Because then you'll feel the presence of the Lord again. And what it, what that's talking about is that's pretty much taking your focus and you see him working. I don't know. If we're here, right, at Bible study, you don't feel the Lord here. But you see him working through, I don't know, the music. Yeah. Then go and ground yourself in the music. Yeah. Or if there's go no and, women's crafts in yeah. the church and you can see it there. Go and ground yourself somewhere yeah. so that... Because what's going to happen is, is you're taking your eyes yeah. and you're like, okay, Lord, I see you focused. I see you working through this. So I'm going to go and be here to go and do that. And now your eyes are focused on the Lord. And so you're going to be feeling him because your eyes are focused back on the Lord. It's yeah. not saying that, oh, yeah, you're only going to feel him through those moments. But no. What if, what if, if you are, in a, if, now I'm going to go back the whole history, the history. Okay? Mm-hmm. Is it Abraham with Isaac? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. and he had God told him take take Isaac. Is it to be? Yeah. Well, he kept praying, and he kept. And he, I'm assuming I'm in the movie. He didn't feel him, but he, with his faith, he kept. He kept going. He obeyed God. In that moment, he was silenced. He didn't feel. So was he sinning? There's also approving of your faith. That's what that's actually talking about. Is but doesn't also faith. now that work? Even if you with those the Lord, do happen. If you with the Lord and you don't feel it, but you know, I know I'm with the Lord, and I might not feel Him. I know. Is is that's, that that's the strongest faith? Yeah, that is. You, that's where it goes into what you were talking about um, earlier with the Satan has to sift you, right? Uh huh. That's exactly what that's talking about because it's a proving of your faith. Right. What happened to Job? Job didn't sin to cause all those things. What ended up happening to him wasn't a result of his sin. It wasn't a separation from the Lord of the sin. It was because Satan went to the Lord, and they were talking, and he said, Oh, yeah, I've been here, and I've been there. And then God said, Well, what about my servant Job? He is faithful. And so next thing you know is Satan goes and starts putting all these things against Job. Yeah, see, God, him. God gave him permission to. Yeah, but he couldn't kill him. That's a key. He could do whatever yeah. he wanted to. Each time, him. each time he moved the 
barrier just slightly. But okay. the whole time he said, you cannot kill him. For his life was in the Lord's hands. But everything was removed from him. He had sores all over his body. It was, it was painful. He had sores all over his body. He lo lost his entire family. He lost everything that he had, his riches. Except his wife. He didn't Except his, his wife. wife. She said, curse God and die. She did eventually die. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Wait, she there. told she told him <laughs> curse God and die. And like, there was a movie out there. Sorry, there's a movie right but now. The whole thing is, is yes, yeah. yeah. He never faltered. Is, is, yeah, he didn't falter. And what happened after? At the end of it, God restored everything upon him and then some. So now take that into your faith, right? Yeah. Twice as much. If your faith is being more. sifted, if if the enemy is sifting you to test your faith, because the enemy tests your faith, God the doesn't. Enemy? Oh, yeah. The enemy does. God yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God does yeah. not test your faith. He proves your. He faith. doesn't tempt you. Yeah. Because it says God does not um, <clears throat> tempt anybody. tempt anybody. Because that's a enemy thing. The enemy tempts you. He's going to do everything in his power to get you to fall. There's a couple letters that says it in. I can't think of any. Uh, I think it might say it in Colossians. And uh, when you're looking at this, the whole time if you're going to stand up for your faith. There's going to be times where you do fall. Oh, maybe that's when James. those things happen and you do fall. James? Peter did. Yeah. Um, for instance, it's and he completely removed himself. It said that he was acting like the people and calling curses down upon himself for all this nasty stuff that he was doing. <laughs> but what happened to even Peter when he came back? To the Lord, he came strong. You see it in the next, uh, I think, in Acts and. Was he one uh, of the greatest? One of the greatest disciples. The his purpose. It wasn't who was the greatest because that didn't matter. At this point, now Peter and the rest of the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit when he got reinstated. But the fact was, is that his calling was a different part than all their calling. All of them had different callings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's was to lead, be an example. And so when he fell, the rest of them fell because they were they were following. They had, had to follow someone, and Peter, unfortunately, was the one to follow. And he even led some of them astray. You see it, I think James and John were with them and a couple other disciples fishing together. But the whole fact is, getting back, because I was a little sidetracked, yeah. um, was when he came back, he came back stronger. Mm -hmm. The Lord yeah. blessed him. Each time when something goes like that to uh, go Tell against me. you, when you're getting <laughs> sifted or um, the enemy's testing you or tempting you or stuff like that, if you stand firm in your faith or even if you come back after, you end up strengthened. Wow. Because each and every time you learn. Mm -hmm. It's like you smash your thumb with a hammer. What'd you learn? Oh, to move your thumb out of the way. Exactly. Right. <laughs> learn how to swing the hammer the next time. Exactly. You learn how to swing the hammer or to move your thumb out of the way, not to smash your finger. <laughs> and so that's the same thing with what the enemy's doing against us. Is when he comes against you with something, you learn not to do those things, how not to do those things, and where to go when you start to fall. Mm. You learn to identify mm -hmm. exactly the insults. That's why I you learn to identify. Says, yeah, identify who's 
call on my Lord. Exactly. And yeah. so when you really understand it is... too, you go, "Wow, this was a whole blessing." Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you get to the end of it and you go, "Wow, this was." This was such a a learned lesson that I learned, you know? Because God already knows how we're going to act or what we're going to do from it. Um, But we got to know. It's got to be, it it proves us. It's not proving anything to God. Abraham wasn't proving anything to God. He was, he was, he was proving himself. God, God was proving his faith. Yeah, his faith. Where's your faith at? And so, next thing he knows, because of the promise he gave him, that's what he was seeing. Where's your faith at? Is it in the fact that, oh, you're going to have many kids and you cannot get rid of the son? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be in me who gave you this? And Abraham, you, you read it, he says, and he knew that even if the Lord, even if he did die, that the Lord would bring him back. Or something, you would do something to that nature. And he prophesied, too. He said... Uh, God will provide himself a lamb when his son asks, where's the sacrifice? God will provide himself a lamb. And that was was prophesying Jesus. Look at Jesus on another page. It was an example of a beautiful, of his faith. It was. Yeah, one of the beautiful, because of your son, that was his faith that he loved. And it was just a beautiful example. Jordan said the verse, so I got to read it. It's James 1, 13, 13, 14, 15. Man, how many times did I go through James? Three, three, three verses. <laughs> I know, it's a joke. Because he, he tells me there's uh, two books I always constantly go to. It's James and Ephesians. It's starting to stick. Yeah. See? Uh-huh. No, I read through uh, Colossians and first and second before Peter. I love this. I love how this is explained here because it shows you where where your temptations are from. Yeah. It's your own selfish desires. So it says uh, thir- uh, James one thirteen. When tempted, no one should say God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does He tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire he is dragged away and enticed. See, we allow it. Bang. We allow it. Um, then after, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. See, you let, you let that desire overcome you, it's going to become sin. And from that, the sin brings death. That reminds me of uh, the next uh, the next part in Hebrews when he talks about Abel. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go read back to that story. Um, God has a conversation with Cain, and he tells him, "Just do what is right." You know, yeah. he's like, "Why is your face downcast?" You know, mm-hmm. and, yes, yes. and it's like, if you just do what's right, then it, it won't envelop you. But what does Cain do instead? He lets it. He lets it sit with him. Sin is knocking at your doorstep. Yeah, yeah. And it lets him. It, it overcomes him, and he kills his brother over it. You know what I mean? Over that jealousy. Jealousy. <clears throat> yeah. So you see where where those disciples' hearts were now? Mm-hmm. They were focused on the world. They got stuck up, and they're like, "No, our boat's sinking." Mm-hmm. And they like did great said, things. 
Like right? someone yeah. said, they they were getting taught. It's how the to same. Live. Yeah. It's the same as Peter. Mm-hmm. Lord, call me, and I could come out and walk to you. Come. And so he stepped out on. Peter was walking on the water. Dude, he was walking on the water, and then he saw the waves and the wind, and and he, Peter started to sink because he stopped. He took his eyes off the Lord and started looking at the world and the circumstances and situations, and he started to sink, and screamed out, "Lord, help me!" And the Lord, the Lord reached out his hand, took his hand, and lifted him up, and they walked back to the boat. It's it's the same thing in our lives. It's the same thing. You know, we take our eyes off God, we're gonna sink. Yeah. We take we mm-hmm. we 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 give this a break for a couple of days, we're gonna mm-hmm. sink. Mm-hmm. You know, the world. Uh, what do you feed yourself with? You know, um, it's it's what you spend time with. I, I I maintain this too. It's like, you know, if you get up and spend time with the word with the Lord and the Word, you're dictating your path for the day. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. If, even if it's just five minutes, you know, spend the time, take the time, let let God direct your path, and let that be what's feeding you. Because the world's gonna, you're gonna be fed by something. Something's gonna direct your path. And why not be? Why not be on Christ? Yeah. That's why it's always good to plant yourself in a church. You know, mm-hmm. you know, always look forward to to like an event or like a weekly thing. Because you can get yourself ready, you know, and eventually you'll go to a point where, all right, I, I'm going to get ready on Thursday so I can be ready by Saturday to do what we're going to be doing on Saturday, you know, and uh, you, you spend that much more time with the Lord. And eventually your whole week is just spent with the Lord. You know, you're no longer prepping for the things. You're just like, you know, like what we do with these Bible studies, you know, we know where we're going to be at. So we, we can prep a couple of days before, you know, but eventually... If we're doing that, our whole week becomes it, and it's no longer one day of worship; it's every day of worship. You know what I mean? At one point, you're just in prayer, constant prayer. You're sitting there, hey, how's it going, Lord? Lord, did you see what just happened? That's crazy, and you're having these full blown conversations with the Lord, as if He's really there with you, and that's that's what it comes down to. Is yeah, um, He called. There's one point where I had a uh, I had brought up one of the meditations, right? And after the meditation, I was asked a question. It talked about friends and slaves, right? And it was, um, it says that we were slaves to the Lord. And someone came up and asked me, they're like, well, I thought we were supposed to be friends with the Lord. Why does it say slaves? And my answer was this. When you're first coming to the Lord, it's as if you're slave to him. Because you're still wanting to do the things in the world and in the Lord. You're getting split. It's where the, the fleshly desires start to be removed from you. But then, when you get further down the line, then it, it becomes more and more easy and simple to do the things of the Lord to where now you're friends with Him, where you're in constant communion with Him, where you're in constant conversation. and That's when you become a friend. You no longer have this um, feeling like, oh man, it's so hard to do the things with right. the Lord. It's so hard to read. It's so hard to pray. Yeah, it goes from that that have to to that want to. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I used to, I used to have problems with traditions, and there are certain traditions where, where I'm like, I still don't understand what what traditions are, you know. But then there's like, as I've grown up, there are certain traditions where I'm like, okay, this was the reason why they did this tradition. Like they, 
Like one of them was the they would wear tassels on their clothing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, the Jewish people and uh, they would uh, they'd wear them. And it was a reminder to always keep their mind on the Lord. I'm like, okay, now I understand why they would do that. You know, it wasn't just because they were trying to look a certain way. It was because they were trying to remind themselves throughout their day that the Lord was with them. You know what I mean? constantly bounce against them or so their hand would touch when, it or whatever. That's when Matthew's um, um, decided to wear his clothes with the traditional beads on them, right? Uh, in that show, yes. In the show, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, he needed that. Right. Yeah, and I think and that's it was like, also a symbolism of him actually accepting to be back into the Jewish tradition instead of um, separating himself from it. No. He had something. Yeah. For it just keeps reminding me of different uh, songs I hear all the time, and this one's "Satisfied Mute," based off of Psalm 42. Ooh, Psalm 42. And it goes, uh, "I have lost my appetite, and a flood is welling up behind my eyes, so I eat the tears I cry. And if that were not enough, they know just the words to cut and tear and prod. When they ask me, where is your God?" Why are you downcast, O oh my soul? Why does so disturbed within me? I can remember when you showed your face to me. Because as a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. And when I and when I behold your glory, you are so faithfully renew. You so faithfully renew, like a bed of rest for my fainting flesh. I am satisfied in you. And the, uh, I'll read the psalm that goes with that. Oh, sweet. He's going to read it. Yes, I am. <laughs> and it is Psalms 42. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 1. As a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When, when can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night. While people say to me all day, all day long, where is your God? When things I rem- these things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one, with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet... Praise him. Yeah. Yeah. Put your hope in God for I will yet praise him. My Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, therefore I will remember you from the land of, of the Jordan and the heights of the Hermon. Yeah. From Mount Mizar. Deep calls the deep and the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and break breakers have swept over me by the day the lord directs his love at night his song is with me a prayer to the god of my life i say to god my rock why have you forgotten me why must i go about mourning oppressed by the enemy my bones suffer mortal agony 
as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, Where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. What did you get from that? Yes, no matter... It, he's saying all these things that he's going through. I forgot who actually wrote this one. It was Maskell. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's a song. Yeah. I'm the director of the mu of music and Maskell of the Sons of Korah. Anyway, um, no matter what you go through, you should still praise him. And it says, why are you downcast? Why so to serve with the enemy? Put your hope in God. Nice. Psalm 42 is a great one. Yeah, it is. What did you get from it? <laughs> I can see his <laughs> soul. Right yeah. I can literally see his soul just thirsting for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, I mean, um, deers constantly go to the streams of water. They constantly are going back to the source of water. And that's the same thing with us. What he's saying is, my soul thirsts for the living God. And through it, you see him actually having that conflict of things coming against him and not feeling God. But yet he's still crying out, Lord, I will still praise you. Even in these times that I can't feel you, I'll still praise you. And at, at those moments, he even says in verse 9, I say to God, my rock. He wouldn't say that if he didn't have his trust still in God. If he was separating himself completely from the Lord, you wouldn't see him call him his rock. So instead he's saying, I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? And he's more asking him questions like, Lord, have you forgotten me? Why, why would you forget me? And he's saying all these things because he doesn't feel them. But at the same point, it was him searching for the Lord. You see it throughout the entire thing. It's him searching for the Lord and trying to get back into feeling his presence. And that's what I love about it. That's what I think is so great about it. Is you like see a, that whole battle. Like a lonely person. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those but things. Uh, he's also getting asked constantly, where is this God? Yeah. Where is his enemy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to question, but it's another thing not to have all those outside questioning you. Right. Where God takes care of that, where God is. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. That's where yeah. you got to really stand. And it's, and it's not easy, you know. But you trust God. You trust mm -hmm. that he's going to come through. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I so spent... I spent years reading every day, every day, every day. And I'm like, when am I going to hear you, God? When am I going to, you know, um, I, I had gotten, I had gotten inspirational things all these years, but I never heard him. I never heard him. And, and it took a lot of years until I did. And when I did, it was like, wow, you know, you, but was that time before wasted? No, because then I started getting asked questions at work, and man, deep, deep, hard questions, and man, they just flowed out. You know, the Spirit gives them, you, you just trust Him. You trust God that He's going to come through in His timing. Sometimes, sometimes it takes us a minute, but God knows our breaking point. God knows where, where and when we need it. His timing is perfect. And so 
Look, if it happened right away, you wouldn't remember the journey getting there, right? But sometimes you gotta go through it. You gotta go through the crucible. You gotta have have the um, the gold refined, all the, all the dross pulled off the top, and 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 then you end up you end up being more pure, right? I love that. I know what you're talking about. That was awesome. So sometimes you gotta you gotta go through it in order to remember it. Look, if um, if we, you know, you would think that we give our life to the Lord, right, and then boom, we just dump dump all the information in our head, and we know it. Oh, great, great. But we're human. We would forget. We wouldn't remember. We we go about you know forgetting everything. But when do you learn something? When you figure it out for yourself, or when you go through it yourself, and when something traumatic happens and God shows up, you know, then you remember. Then these things stick. You know, that's God knows in our humanity what we need. He was a human. He walked on this earth. He he felt everything we feel. He went through everything we go through. He's not indifferent to our suffering. He knows. He's there. He's got an answer. Look, if he saved you from eternity, or from yeah, from an eternity in hell, how much more, how much more is he gonna help you with all these little things in your life? If he took care of the biggest thing, he's surely not gonna let all these little things dump you. You know, God is faithful and true, and he will come through. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a poem. We should be. <laughs> I was making a joke because what he said it all rhymed at, at the end so I was like hmm, sounds like it should be a poem you come to join us it's like it's like you said you know it and I picture emotional us you know as human how emotional we get you know through the circumstances through life itself imagine him right Jesus. Oh. When he came, he felt emotion, everything like we yeah. did. And he wept. But what's yeah. beautiful yeah. that he, he obtained Shortest verse, huh? Right? Jesus wept. Shortest <laughs> verse in the Bible. <laughs> like, I, you know. I Actually, I think there was supposed to be one that was shorter. Yeah. yeah. I love how Hebrews describes it. Yeah. How, how, uh, I might have to go there because I can't quote it. But it's something it's something along those lines where he came and he felt everything we did. So when you go through something, he understands. So you can call on him. You know what I mean? Like he knows he, the temptations. He's he our advocate. Your problems. And he went through them. Just like you and me. Yeah. Same on top thing. of it, he even put himself through 40 days and 40 nights in the desert without food or water. For, over temptation. Tempted. Yeah, over yeah. temptation. In, in reality, we only can last without water. What? How many days? Right. I, I read it somewhere. Three. One of those podcasts. <laughs> something like that. Days, Three or six or six days or five days. I think something like that. Yeah. Imagine him forty days. Yeah, but he was superhuman. No, he's just like you and me. Just, it's just yeah. he had a purpose. He had yeah. a purpose. You know. And just like how we all have a purpose, and I'm sure we, until we fulfill that purpose, we can't go until then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. 4, what is it? 4? Uh, 14 through 16. And it talks about how he is, he, we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness. It's, it's beautiful. 
It's just you want to read it, or no? You you, okay. you read it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> You're Hebrews, there. Hebrews four fourteen. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Yeah, like an encouragement when we're in those times of yeah. suffering, you know? I have that one. I have that one highlighted because it's one of those that I go to when I go through things. Mm-hmm. And that should be an encouragement because, you know, for me, like, I, you know, I'm crying, whining, but he knows. <laughs> right. I say, Father, I'm your daughter. Yeah. You know that I love you, but, you know, I'm like, you know, you know, I'm here. Guide me, hold me, because he knows. Knows, especially yeah. as woman, emotional, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. he knows, he knows me as a woman. He knows, like, oh my God, it's amazing oh, yeah. that he knows, and that he can know what you know. You're emotional with my emotion. He knows, mm-hmm. and how compassion he has for us. Who hasn't felt I it? Know. Who hasn't said it? God, don't you know what I'm going through? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, he does. He does. He's done way more than, what, he's gone through way more than I have, that's for sure. What reminds me is when you guys say, even pastoring the sermon, he'll say, wherever you go, the Lord is with you. Yeah. No matter so, what. No matter what. <laughs> so I kind of think like a, God forget, like a prostitute. Right. Wherever you go. You're taking with him wherever yeah. you go, You're taking him and that's that. to me. Yeah. It, I don't know. I just hold that no, Lord. I kind of like Mm-mm, gotta back it up. Let me back it up. Let me back it up. No, no, because uh, I'm not know? taking him there. <laughs> 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 no, 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 sorry. Accountability. Yeah. Yeah. I can't take it there. Like, right. Know, that's a reminder, you know. Mm. It so, is. Did I get mud on your robe? And children's So remember. Oh, yeah. It's good to go to those extremes, you know. That's what the Bible says, too. It says that you live with a prostitute. You made God one of those prostitutes. Sorry, Lord, I'm taking you there with me. That's crazy. Oh, man. You know, I gave I'd be lying if I wasn't. I'd be lying if I wasn't there with you, brother. Flip it. He takes us. He takes us there too. I was just thinking of that switchfoot song. You already take me there. Heaven in the here and now. The Bible tells us we're seated there with him right now. He already took us there. You know, and so we just got to be mindful of that. Yeah, yeah. We live in a yeah. A, a world that's hard. It's not a fun place a lot of times. And, but yet we have a God that's always with us. He's going to carry us through it. He won't leave us or forsake us. He'll never depart from us. We have those promises. You know, and we we can stand on that solid. God never goes back on a promise. And he's never changing. You know, so we can 
we can just have that hope and uh, that reassurance in this life that no, I'm not alone in this. He went before me and he walks with me. That I'm seated at the right hand with him. Yeah. And it being hard is a good thing, you know, because if it was easy, it'd be more than by faith. You know what I mean? But it is by faith. You know, so that's why there's an encouragement by when it's when you live by faith, you know, you're you're already there. Yeah. He says live by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. And that's what all the way back to the original spot where we started. Yeah. Back to uh Mark. Mark. If he, they were living by faith and not by sight, yeah. they wouldn't have been worried about yeah. the boat sinking or uh, filling up a little bit. They would have been focused. Hey, he said we were going to get there. We're going to get there. But you also have to remember they didn't have the spirit at the time either. And so they were completely human. Like They're like, okay, the only uh, bit of faith they had, or not faith, the only bit of the spirit they had was being in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, they were still in the presence of the Lord. The that's whole time. What, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah, because they hadn't received the Holy Spirit yet. He wasn't indwelt yet. But they were like uh, Adam and Eve at the beginning, walking with the Lord. Sometimes we get envious, right? Why couldn't I walk with God? I think it would be easier. But yet we have more than they had what we're reading. I'm about. sure it was harder. He was in okay. us. I'm sure it was much harder mm-hmm. walking with him. It's it's yeah, funny because the, the Bible talks now. about that the old prop the prophets of old longed for the days that we are in that we have right now, but yet we long for that. It's kind of a paradigm, right? <laughs> and it, it had to because they were they had the old law, they had mm-hmm. the law, and here comes Jesus to fulfill the law. But I'm bringing something new. Now. Right. Something yeah. new. So for them, that for generations in the past, you know, for them, that it was it was applied to their lives on a daily constant and mm-hmm. a reminder. And for here, they will, here, here I am to fulfill the law. But now there's something new. Yeah. So for them, it was. Phew, it must have been like, like you said, mm-hmm. you know. They were human. They didn't. They weren't. They didn't have the Holy Spirit at the time. Yeah. They were seeing the miracles, but they couldn't comprehend at the time because they were still with the law. That's how I see it. You don't take this new way and stuff it into yeah. the old wineskins. Yeah. And it just goes back to the old, into the yeah, old yeah. laws. And it just goes back with you know with Christian now. You know, when mm-hmm. someone you comes in, you know, they've been. Catholic, full on, full blown Catholic, and here they are. Tradition coming into the Christian, huh? They're yeah. learning something new. Yeah. So it just goes right back to the disciples in the beginning. He says, you know, "See, I, I have to stand in front of the priest and confess everything." <laughs> no, you stand in front of the high priest and confess everything. I say this because my daughter-in-law, she was a full-blown Catholic. <laughs> now, with the Christian, because she came to the Christian and she shares it now, she goes, "I have a an it's more personal, right. intimate with the Lord." And that's all, you know, now she sees that. So mm-hmm. now it's, you know, but yeah, back in, back in, in the cycle. <clears throat> Joe was that way too. Hi, mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. She was Catholic. Oh, My right. grandma. 
No. Yeah, um, we had that conversation a long time ago. Right? You know, there's one mediator between man and God, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who we go to. Yeah, you know, I, I really do think like uh, there's a lot of Catholics out there that do experience the Lord. Oh, absolutely. a lot of them. Absolutely. I think the only people that are really in trouble in that in that way are the people who have that hierarchy status in, in the Catholicism, like mm. priesthood. You know what I mean? Where right. Or where they see themselves above the person in front of them, right, yeah. you know, as a mediator for for God between the, that person, you know. But I think as like the most attendees there, I do believe that they they have given themselves to the Lord at some yeah. point, you know. Yeah. It, it's just somehow it just looks like that from the outside, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's hard to it's hard to make that judgment because we're not supposed right. to be there, you know. I we're also to, think like some, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes everyone we talked about earlier, everyone has different needs, and I think sometimes, sometimes people need that religious structure of I gotta do this, I gotta do that to keep in line, mm-hmm. you know. So, and and we'll find out. I mean, yeah, you know, some people, some people do need that, and, and you know what? Don't look down on them, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, they might they might know him more than I do. Right. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's Catholics yeah. that could teach me things like Yeah. No joke. Oh my gosh. So, if you if you look at the Mormon religion, I mean I, I know a lot of Mormons and um man, they're really devout. They're really they they give. I mean and they give I mean exactly 100%. what they're supposed to and and you know, provide for food for the for the outreaches and everything, and I mean, they're really structured and diligent. And you know what? I can't fault them for the, you know, fault them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's things that are said I don't, so I don't necessarily buy into, but but I do. My Mormon friend, he knows, he knows Jesus, and he knows Jesus is the only way to God. Mm-hmm. And what more is there right. than that? That's all it is. That's the good news. That's the key. <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. Mm-hmm. And so in that, you know, you point them to the Bible. You have something to say? What does, well, I was going to say, uh, when me and my brother first started the beginning this year, like picking up our Bibles and like really taking it seriously, he was continuously like every Sunday going to Catholic church, going and going, you know, and I never had, a, I, I never had a problem with it. It was, you know, hey, you're doing your thing, you know, I'm going to do it on my own and stuff like that. But then that's when he started talking about climbing, climbing the hierarchy, you know, he was like, I want to go get my, uh, confirmation and yeah. go further and further, and that's when I, I kind of was like, let's slow down really quick, you know, yeah. like, let's really yeah. talk about like where we're going with this, you know. And at first we butted we butted heads a lot in the beginning, a yeah. lot because you know he stood on his faith and I stood on mine, and then eventually it got to a point where he wanted to like I guess confront me about it, like, well, this is why I believe in what I believe, and I've never seen my older brother more flabbergasted by the end of the uh, conversation, mm-hmm. you know, because he really didn't have anything more to say other than what his the priest was teaching him right what he was learning on sundays on by himself and so i just had to just like sat him down and just like hit him with it like hey you know put the rosary down you know stop doing that just pray pray directly to yeah. God yourself don't do any saints and then we'll come back in a week and see how you like where we're at with this you know and eventually like two weeks later he's like, i'm not going to church anymore i'm not gonna yeah. you know, i'm gonna sit out here with you and we'll be leaving and we'll do this and that and, yeah. and speaking on like what you were saying about um understanding like you know it's not that they don't know you know jesus right. said, i'm sure that you could be taught you know mm-hmm. towards the end of it he was just kind of like okay like 
there's a huge difference yeah. than, you know, picking, right. you know, my rosary or going to church and yeah. doing these things yeah. and stuff. And I just straight up told him, I was like, you know, you're talking about seven sacraments and Catholicism, but I feel like you're walking the opposite direction. You know, you're putting all of these things in front of what you could do on your own by just talking to God. Yeah, you're right? missing, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, missing right. the big picture. <laughs> and then he said, he said exactly that. Like, these things help me feel like I'm closer to him. Right, it's I, a tradition. And I, and I told him, I said, you know, well, where does that really show your faith to him if you don't feel like you could do it right. on your own when right. he's giving right. you that power, yeah. you know? And he was like, it just really stumped him. And I yeah. know that's what really got the gears turning for him to like start just doing it on his own and looking for it himself. And yeah. eventually, I think about a month after that, he was like, I've never felt more clear-headed in what I'm doing with this and since I've started. Yeah. You, know, so. yeah, uh, well, you know, I think uh, my experience with the Catholic Church is I met a guy on a job site and he was super into climbing that ladder. And he mm -hmm. got to a point where he met a girl and then he's like, oh, I'm going to get married. And what it... And when uh, what he told me, he's like, "Oh, I, I stopped becoming a priest because I want to get married." And I'm like, "Dang, you're gonna you're gonna stop your your walk with God right where you're at." That and it stunted his growth. You know, he mm -hmm. went back into just doing what he wanted to do and stuff like that. And I was just like, "Wow, the the hierarchy, you know, just straight up ch chopped him at the kneecaps." Mm -hmm. You know, instead of like still continuing that that strive he had to become a priest. He, uh, but yeah, just get married, you yeah. know, like, mm -hmm. it's not a problem with it, you know, it, uh, and I just, I was, I just was flabbergasted by it, but that's why I think it's the, I don't think it's the people, because the people there, their, their heart's with the Lord, mm -hmm. you know, I've talked to many Catholics who have stronger faith than I do, or, or struggle with different things than I do, and they overcome the things that I struggle with, you know, like nothing, but it's mm -hmm. because of the way they were raised, mm -hmm. and and it's in a tradition way, you know, and and so that's why I think like I think it's just the people that yeah. that want to climb over the other people to mm -hmm. see themselves better are the people that are going to struggle with it. It's not it's not a specific pope or or cardinal or you know priest or of some sort. Like I'm sure some of the I'm sure most of those guys that are in those positions they love the people they they preach to and take care of them the way they do, you know. But I'm sure there's like if if there's a, a worldly hierarchy in there, I'm sure there's some bad apples in there using the worldly ways to get their the the money they want mm -hmm. or the power over the people they want. You know what I mean? A lot of Christians start off because it's way too, yeah, thinking it, that mega churches are like yeah, that. You know, I want to be a, I want to be a pastor. And yeah, well, how much an easier life is it to teach the word instead of and, and I can make a living off it. You know, it's yeah. Fun, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It, you know what? Um, I, I've never been more blessed than when I was ordained as a deacon because I, I never asked for it. It was not something I ever asked for or ever sought. Yeah. You know, and and you know what? And and uh, I, I just felt blessed that you know I was ordained, and then um, and, and it's kept me in line too because there's an accountability that goes with it. You know. And, um, Anyway, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like humility. If you talk about it, you don't have it. Right? It's like this. It's like, yeah, I'm so humble. I'm so humble. Yeah, yeah right? And that's just a total contradiction. No, it's like, it's like not seeking those things, but just trusting God. No, I, like, I think there's an order to things. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I just don't think there's a hierarchy because... 
like I always read that that Paul wasn't a pastor. Uh, he was a tent maker. He'd go around and yeah. make tents for people, you know. <laughs> like he 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 contributed to society, but he also shared the word in doing it. So it looked like he was a pastor, you know. And I, that always stuck with me, as in like. Yeah, like you can get blessed and the Lord can take care of you where all you have to do is just take care of people you don't but you're contributing to society, you know. It's it's the ones that it's the ones that where you 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 look at the fruit and if the fruit's not there you go, Okay, well, you know, I'm gonna pray for you, brother. You know, hopefully yeah. you see the truth, you know. Yeah. And that's why that's why I think it's important to to engage with like contribute in such a way where yeah. where um, you're not just taking from society; you're right. also giving because it does say it's better to give than receive. Yeah, you know? I think it's Peter that tells us to be other-centered. Yeah. Also, uh, fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. Get, Get your, your prayers oh. in. Oh, I start saying it. Step on you. Then he finally speaks up. Right. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kidding. being compassionate with them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and finding things that you don't quarrel over mm-hmm. with them, right. you know, that's like the most important thing because everyone could bring it back to Jesus and we're like, yep, we agree, <laughs> dude, let's get this going. You know, just yeah. don't focus on those things that, you know, where, where it, it can start a file, uh, yeah. like a fire of some sort. And then next thing you know, you guys are no longer doing something together. And yeah. when together is being united, yeah. you know, that's like the key. Paul you says, know? don't even worry about disputable matters. Just, yeah. you know what? If it doesn't take away from Christ, don't worry about it. Just, mm-hmm. just pray and, you know. Yeah. It's cool to it's cool to talk about them, but if it if it goes any further than, to, you know, just being yeah. cool, you know. Then, we're not. We're not. Then it's better to, to stay away from those yeah. things than it is to even talk about those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to beat people down with it. We're supposed to show them the love of Christ. And, exactly. Like we could even take it back to what you were talking about. You didn't have a problem with it or anything mm-hmm. until he said he was going to climb the hierarchy, which would have been at that point taking away from Christ. Yeah. Because then, the hierarchy, yeah. hierarchy ends up taking away from Christ. And this was your brother. God puts you in a position to speak to him that way. Yeah. You know? So and it worked. Yeah, I mean, and back on like when we're speaking on like letting like the Lord like work through you and stuff like yeah. that. Every time he came to me for a debate, I I, I just picked up the Bible three months ago. You know, right. I didn't know what, and I just trusted that it was going to go the right way. That he yeah. needed to hear what I was going to say yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and it all just started to you know flow. And that's why I was like. I know, I'm his younger brother. I'm not supposed to say my older brother. <laughs> right. you know? He's not supposed to come to me confused, you know, and it was just very, like, yeah. weird for the time, but I just knew that I was doing the right thing, yeah. speaking to him about it, you know, and yeah. as you were saying, if it causes fights and, you know, maybe not really go that way, right. but, you know, me and him, everybody around us was like, hey, hey, relax, relax. I knew what me and yeah. my brother were talking about, and I was right. like, he's not even frustrated, he's, he's flustered, yeah. you know? And so after I think about like the third time is when everybody kind of understood like it was just like it was the oh, cycle we're of things the pieces yeah. together now yeah. t- together you know yeah it's a battle to find out where the pieces lie mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just when you get into those things where it goes further than that is yeah. what I was talking about yeah. you know like if you're never gonna see each other over it. Yeah. Because you talk about the thing again, like, okay, it's better to stay away from that stuff mm-hmm. and just focus on Christ, you know what I mean? But if you guys can have a deep conversation, a deep a deep dialect and figuring out what the truth is, then right. oh, that's like 
probably the most beautiful thing you can do. Right. Time to throw it on. I feel because you're making me question my faith. And I said, I, I'm, I'm so sorry if I'm doing that to you because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get you to understand what your faith is kind of you to do. Yeah. You know? And it's so like another one where he was like, ah, you're right. You know, yeah. like, this isn't you. This is just how I'm being like, convicted of right. it. And stuff, so. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Love those conversations. I wish I could have this conversation with that, like my with my brothers. That'd be cool. <laughs> I just love those conversations, you know. Yeah. Even like the like my cousin, my cousin's like that, but he's a like atheist, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. And he's come to me uh, uh, a couple times, and he's asked questions and stuff like that. And I, I remember one time when we were like super young, and it was like something. Uh, ridiculous and I just started uh, learning about Christ you know and he was and he was like full-on full-blown atheist so he was like I was like I, it came down to the point where I was like well what if you're wrong dude like <laughs> you know and he's like and, and he kind of he's like well what if you're wrong and I was like well then we just we just black out you know there's nothing there's yeah. nothing there you know and I think like 10 years later he mentioned it to me again when we when he when, when he brought it brought it up and he was like, you know what? That stumped me for so long, and I don't know what I don't know what threw him back into it. But he said it stumped him for a long time on just that that small thing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I hope to have more conversations with him like that through throughout our life, you know. So. And how, how do you approach someone like that? Who's well, you you just let them come to you. Yeah, you don't go to them. You you wait until they ask you about what you're doing. Because that that that's the best way to do it. So I've I've had those conversations before too. Those are very touchy conversations sometimes. Yeah. So you don't really plan it. You don't. Exactly. Really yeah, it just hits it. you like a freight train, and you're going with the flow. You know, God's gonna open the door. God will um, open the door. He'll make so a way. So technically, so it's someone who is atheist. It's just best to if if I should. Oh. <laughs> hey, you just gotta live the life. So, That's the key. So he's not atheist. He believes. He believes. He to believe. But he. But, but, so so in other words, let him see our walk. Right, that's our it. That's it. Because let him see his, because he's more always. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the scripture and it should be speaking. And if he know, if he's known you guys long enough. In a couple of years, he'll be like, "What has happened to these so people?" You know what I mean? My kids are like, what? See, they're already seeing it. My kids are like, what? <laughs> you know, like it's the life change where people yeah. go. You know, they're like, "Okay, what's this all about?" You know, that's why that's why these guys always say, you know, preach, 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 and then at some point you'll open your mouth and speak. Yeah. You know, oh, sometimes use words. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. You know, that that's the that's the, the key. Saying, yeah. So it's now just to show the yeah, love yeah. of Christ to them, you know, or to anyone who's atheist. Right. Let them show the mm-hmm. That's the sowing the seed, you know, that we learned. And let them come, <laughs> come and then yeah. boom. Yeah. That's the opportunity. That's I the told you that, I told you about that else. time I had a, a guy, well, a boss at work. I scared me and very deaf. 
so, like, is that kind of similar to someone that does not believe that Jesus died on the cross? Is that kind of similar? Or a little no, bit not technically. So, some people are spiritual. Some people believe there is some type of God. Some people believe that um, there's a a scale, and they just got to be on the right side of it at the end of their life. Right. You know? Egyptian belief, right there. <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of beliefs that are like that. So, overall, no, like, Egyptians believe that what God has done. Uh-huh. Let's say I'm going to use us in our lives, you know, because let them people see what God has done. To yeah, their lives. let me take we it further right, because we were, everyone knew it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get question. We, we hit that, we hit that when we went through Romans, too. And Romans yeah. 1 talks about it yeah. that everyone knows, yeah. everyone knows deep in their heart there's a God. People, people are stuck. In this world, people want are stuck in the life they're in, and and they're ignoring the truth. They turn their back on it. Yeah. They know, but they don't want to give up what they're doing. And so it's easier to say there's no God than than to have to. Yeah, or or they're just like super it. selfish people. Yeah, that you know it. They just believe in that ignorance that since they became the bee, they're their own God because yeah. there is no God. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's but, like midwit, yeah. midwits you know, kind of thing. Like you, you think you're smart, long. but you're not really. You kind of only dug in so deep, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'm smart," you know. But you only dug so far to where you, you you're satisfied with being your own god. You know, that's how would I see you, it. Would you approach somebody or let somebody approach you in the same way that believes it's uh, what is it? The uh, Saved by works and not by faith. That's the opposite of what it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, so something like that. Uh, one you, there's that things where it talks again? about faith by works. How's that again? What was that? Like saved by works and not by faith. That's like the Jehovah Witness thing, oh, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Uh, no, it's like. Well, a lot of people, I, I from what I understand, just get caught up in thinking. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. They think, yeah. they think the good outweighs the bad, and mm-hmm. if you do more good in your life than you do bad, then yes, you're going, you know, yeah, you've outweighed it, and you're going to go to heaven. Yeah. yeah. What what it says, I'm just going to read it, yeah. so you don't turn to it. Uh, you don't have to turn to it. But it's Romans Romans one eighteen through through twenty. This is the answer. Eighteen. Oh, okay. The literal exact answer of how to. Yeah. I love Romans. It says. Um, go back anything to. It says the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. See, they're suppressing it. They already know the truth. They're suppressing it by their wickedness. And that says, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain. For since the creation of the world, God's (laughs) invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, has been clearly seen being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. 
men are without excuse. No one can go, uh, no one, when they stand before him, everyone, all roads lead to God, right? And everyone's going to stand before him. And no one can get up there and say, I didn't know. <clears throat> no one can say that. No one can say, I didn't know. Because God's going to reveal it to them. Yeah. They already know. And then, like, to your question, no excuse. to your question, uh, for someone who, as long as they don't, because they're they're in their own walk on themselves, right? But if they're if they're preaching that too, that's where you're supposed to like get up and be like, brother, like no, it's like this. Let me show you. You know, your faith your faith creates those works. It's not about you doing those things. It was what gets you into heaven. That's you know? where it talks about rebuking the person, but in all things you have to have love. Yeah, because knowledge so, is only goes so far. Yeah, and there'll come a time where you'll see it too, because it's the most amazing thing. Yeah. You'll be like, whoa, I know nothing, you know. And, uh, yeah, because we were sitting, and I mean, he was telling me, like, you know, like, oh, I, he was, he, for some reason, believed that he couldn't achieve repentance in certain things in his life and whatnot, and, you know, I, you know, he said, like, you know, I have a certain person's number in my phone, that doesn't mean I'm necessarily repentant, because I can contact them at any time and get what I want, Right. and I was like, that's crazy, because my biggest thing is alcohol, and I was like, I have all access to any liquor around me, but I'm just walk through and grab it, right, right. You know? Do you think that I've not repented for for what I've done while I drank? And he kind of just stopped in his tracks and he was like, "Well, look, hold on." Trying to like justify right. why he thinks the way that he does, and I was trying like you're just I just feel like you're a little confused in what you're trying to achieve. Right, and that's the way to go about it. Right. Yes, yeah. Yes. And it, oh, it, but it always led back to well, what I was really meaning was, and so I just kind of took it to where it was like, hey, you know, we'll we'll come back to it when you're like ready. Yeah, you know? yeah. it seems like you, yeah. you understand where you're going. You're right. just having a hard time making those commitments to repenting. Yeah. Is what it really comes down to, you know. And he's like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where it goes yeah. back. Is uh, Romans talks about it. It says, "What does Scripture say?" Yeah, mm-hmm. four three. Exactly. Ephesians Ephesians two two eight mm-hmm. says. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God, not by works so that no one can boast. See, we are God's, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It says it right there. You're not saved through your works. It's by grace you're saved through faith, not by works. So no one can boast. I did this. I'm going to heaven. I did that. You know, you see, it's funny. You see, a lot of times, wealthy people donate to charities or stuff. You know, and that's that's kind of their their penitence. They think, you know. To... I think it's a, I think it's a a skipping of a step when yeah. you grow with the Lord, or a stunt of a step. Like right. you've only. You, you think you so know, far. yeah, you grew so far and you're like, I know enough now, mm-hmm. you know, or like you just miss that, that, that one step with the Lord on that opportunity. You just haven't got back to it yet. You know, you well, tripped. Yeah. And then you forgot. Oh, you were still on that yeah, one. You, you stumbled over it. And when you circle back around, cause everyone has to circle back around at some point. Right. And they'll, they'll get it then, you know, and that's why like, as long as they're not like preaching it to another as if that's something they must do yeah. then yeah that other that, that's on their own walk mm-hmm. you know that's why it says in uh timothy or i think it's timothy where uh he says that the teachers are going to be judged more harshly mm-hmm. and it's because of the things you say if i'm sitting here teaching you 
on things that aren't about Christ. Oh, you got you this, this, and this, but it's nothing to do with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like then I'm going to be judged for that. Like that's a sin I just committed to you, mm-hmm. and telling you you have to do these things. We're steering them the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Even worse. And how you know is if you're against God. How you know is if your heart's in the right spot. You know, the Lord knows. But if you got an agenda behind something, all right, well then, you know. Exactly. Yeah, then you're in the wrong spot, you know. If you if you think we have to get somewhere, okay, well. Or if it's about yeah, you yeah, and not yeah. about the Lord. all the yeah. Or about them, you know. And that's why in all things, there's two things I always do. is All things take it back to the Lord. Yep. And I always wait on the person. Mm-hmm. I never go purposely out there to bring up the no. topic. Mm-hmm. You wait until the topic is brought up, yeah, and then speak about it. God will open that yeah. door because Every that's time. that's the Lord opening that door. Mm-hmm. Is you'll be sitting there in a full blown conversation about something, and all of a sudden he's like, "Well, what about this?" Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know is you're having that <laughs> that opening, <laughs> and you just speak, and you. That's why you stay in your word. It says to be ready. In season and out of season. Mm-hmm. And it says that because it's not talking about, oh, the pastor has to be ready in season and out of season. When it's not his turn, you still got to be ready. Mm-hmm. It's not talking about that. It's saying when you're not, if you're not ready, then when someone comes up with a question like that, you're not prepared to answer. Yeah, you just, you can't be God's hands and feet at that moment. Exactly. You know, but someone else has to. If you're sitting in the in the spirit all the time, you're praying, you're reading your word every day, and you're sitting there and every single day you're spending time with the Lord, then when a question is asked, you have the answer. Mm-hmm. Because the Lord's going to give you that answer. One really cool time I had, too, was amazing. This this guy just started hitting me with all these hard questions, right? And I was on the phone with him for an hour and a half, stuck in traffic, coming here. And um, and uh, just answering all these questions, right? And then it was like a month later. I mean, it was a deep, long conversation. And it was like a month later. He calls me up at lunchtime, and he's, and he's anxious. He's having panic attacks. He can't sleep at night. And he's like, what do I do? And I said, brother... You've had all your questions answered. You know, God's knocking at your heart. What's it going to take? He's calling you. You know, he gave his life to the Lord right then and there on the phone at lunch. And it was a beautiful thing. You know, you just trust. Trust God. You know, he's going to open the doors. He's going to make the way. Those are the best conversations, too. Yeah. You see the most (laughs) miraculous things happen like that. Yeah, as soon as he puts the green, as soon as the green is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, you know? Uh-huh. Where I work at, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to be open about my, or, you know. So there's a verse that I constantly said, which is, be wise in the way that you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity and let your conversations always be filled with grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may answer to all. Yep. So... You know, when you walk with that, yeah, it is a lot easier to have those conversations. Yep. But we also have to remember that there's lots of it's it's hard. Yeah. You know, just because yeah, those moments are beautiful, mm-hmm. but they can easily be ruined. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't oh, put yeah. yourself um, into it. And don't yeah. beat them with this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, like you said, seasoned with salt. Yeah. No, because also there was one time where I was talking to a customer. I thought I was on the verge of like, you know what? He's changing his way. <laughs> it's, it's late at night and 
I kid you not, my uh, the other person that was working with me that night, he was so drunk that he started to speak to me in like a whole different tone, yelling at me, I mean, for wow. random things. I remember that night, I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm never going to see this again. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yes, uh, so she, yeah, she came to me the just, next morning yeah. and she was talking to me about it and I was like, yeah, that is straight up a spiritual attack on you because you were yeah. about to change somebody's heart. Like, mm-hmm. after whoever, you know, they were hey. out to get you because, yeah. like I said, drinking was my problem and he was telling her things that only I had said to her behind closed doors, right. you know? So I was like, yeah, whatever you were on the verge of, not like what you were saying, because yeah. you were, you know, yeah. onto something with somebody. Or both, they were Catholic too, right? Yeah, they were. Catholic. And they had walked away from their faith, so they're just kind of floating around doing, wow. you know, nothing. That yeah. I was point. so yeah. close, and then all of that started popping off. So yeah. I was like, you know what? We're closing doors. Everybody <laughs> home. And that was it. Like I couldn't even finish it. Yeah, I tell you this though: when you're when you're witnessing to people or answering their questions. And pay attention to them. Pay attention to their 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 countenance, their reaction. You can tell when you're losing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 steer it steer it back, steer it back so that you don't lose them. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to overwhelm people. It's not it's not about dumping all this in their brains yeah. at once. You know. Um, and we got to be careful of that. Yeah. You know? Just pay attention. But but God gives you the word. Christ tells you. Christ tells us that when we go when we go before people, don't take thought of what you're gonna say. I will give you the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he was telling them uh, when he sent back to the twelve, <laughs> sending yeah. the twelve out. Is oh, yeah. uh, when he sent him out, he said, "Take nothing with you." And so the That's whole reason for that was to. Yeah have faith on the Lord Mm -hmm. and everything that he was going to do. He was sending them out and saying that some people were going to go against you, saying, oh, they don't want you in their home, and that's where your peace be with you. And some people are going to invite you in, and you're going to be fed, and all these different things. And the whole fact was is have faith in the Lord at all times. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what's going on. Just have faith in him. If something comes against you, wipe off your feet. And just keep going, because that's what he was yeah, telling him to do. Started, right? <laughs> that's what he was telling him to do was if something <laughs> went against you and they didn't accept it, then just brush it off, brush off the dust, and go. There'll be another opportunity. There's exactly. always one. the haters gonna hate, hate, hate. <laughs> Now I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake it off. Second half. Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Prayers. Now we have Matt's something. Kidney. Matt, Matthew. Uh, Pastor, Pastor Matt. 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 Hi, Matt. Oh, cool. Kidney stone. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that one, but that too. I thought he was a family member. Yeah, family member. Nephew, thank you. Oh, oh. That's what I was thinking. Nephew, oh, I thought it was him. I thought no, it's him. It is him. He couldn't come tonight because I knocked on his door. And I was like, well, you ready, punk? And he was like, no, I can't walk. I was like, what? What's going on? He was like, I think it's kidney stone. So it, plus Mark was over there, so I'm sure he's having time with the son. The son, yeah. Pastor Memo. Oh, yeah, Pastor Memo. And uh, Francis, you ready? 
Hey, Jenny, how you doing with your burrito? Uh, my burrito goes good, man. Don't I'm for a headache, Kevin. I'm balanced now. Hey, praise God. Praise God. Oh, wait, no. Just make sure. It's like second cousin. Leah's here. Yeah. It's a cousin. Family. Family. Family dog. Wasn't being fun. You're feeling good enough to be here. That's a praise. For Felicia and her family. Felicia and her family. No, he'll throw it back. Stop. What? This thing was so fun, bro. Man. Uh, Terry. Alicia, what? Alicia's lost right What'd now. What'd you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Terry. A while. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then keep uh, uh, the funeral. Uh, uh, Mikey's friend of that in prayer. Okay. And then for our, our, the rest of our pastors and deacons and everyone in our church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and. Right. Oh, that too. <laughs> that was not. Oh, Sloan. Sloan. We have a doctor's appointment on Friday. Oh, sweet. Get to see her again. If you can. Prayer for me. So I will continue to grow stronger. You know when I, when I when I ask for prayers like that, I always think of the song uh, "Keep My Fire Burning" by uh, uh, Rivers and Robots. I love that song because it just keeps me going. Oh, and my blood pressure was good. Yeah. Uh, there's Amen. a praise. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. After two weeks of pills oh. <laughs> and a lot of other stuff, but <laughs> changing my eating and stuff. I lost five pounds. I want to do that. I went to the doctor's today. But simple lost five pounds just from changing. No, I'm not going to put it. Change of my diet. Yeah. Everyone at good ones. All this stuff. Yeah. There's boxes over on the counter. You lost the all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people, like Mike Johnson, was yeah. choking yeah. up. I went to Mike and said, "You know, God has a plan." And because uh, I was listening to, I'm sorry, you you have prayers for yourself, Orlando. My ears are everywhere right now. So. Yeah. Thank you. Good thing you got two of them. What are you saying? Mike Johnson was choking up because he was sad that he had to do it. I'm sure I, I I hate laying off two people. I couldn't imagine doing twenty. Oh. Saturday's my last day. I oh. good ones. You got laid off. Oh my God. Oh. Stores having issues. Mm-hmm. They're running out of money. They are out of money. Okay, they're out of money, I guess. So play for a blessing for them. Yeah. Pray yeah. for a blessing. Yeah. Play for a blessing. Play for a blessing. <laughs> 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 I heard that too, you know. You're not the only one. I heard it too. Look up Rhonda's finances. Oh, Rhonda. That's right. My sister. I heard 
I mean, oh. if I could, um, I'm just, uh, so with, like, my my family, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get them to come with me. You know, I've been asking them and stuff like that, so just prepare on, like, maybe they, they uh, open their ears to them and decide to come, specifically my sister and brother-in-law. Okay. Um, well, you guys met my nephew, Forrest, right. last oh, yeah. weekend, and he can't stop talking about it, so oh, he wants like to come cool. back, oh, you know? Pretty good. So, you know, <laughs> That's good. I know that's what I should have the the homework on is go ask someone to come with you. Right. You know. Stephen, right? Yes. Starting around. Stephen and Catherine. Catherine. Still, still figuring it out. I'm bad with names, and I used to always have to tell him the people's names, and I'm oh, bad. Mine's always a conversation. Once I have a good conversation with somebody, I can remember their name. But if I have like a fake conversation with somebody, I can't remember their name. I have to do word association. My boss, Steve, I always called him Steven, and so that's why I remember my wife's name's Kathy, and so Kathy's okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's easy for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always have to, yeah. It could be Bob, and I'd forget it. And when I'm bad with the names, I usually I always remember the first letter. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> See? how it is. <laughs> he kept apologizing all night. We were going home. She's like, I didn't remember his name. <laughs> 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 Amen, Lord. <laughs> Oh, that uh, that bid came back up. Oh, that bid oh, came oh, back up. That three million dollar bid, yeah. Wow. Whoa. So. That's news to me. They, they couldn't make it to the end of the year. It, they took it down because of the end of the year thing. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to. They wanted the council to vote on it before the end of the year, and we had like maybe two weeks to bid on a three million dollar job, which is like insane. I remember that. You know. Like, oh, and like the questions that you, the I questions the you ask, you, you get them a week before. So you're like, well, yeah. what's going on here? So they reopened it up. So there you go. Okay. I got two things here. Joe said, pray for all the Catholics. And she's got a, a laughing face on there. <laughs> um, Tito Memo's coworker said, uh, this is a verse. It's Philippians three, seven through 11. It says, but what things were gained to me, these I have counted a loss for Christ. Oh, yeah. Yet, indeed, I also count all things a loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, Amen. that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is a work from the God by faith, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Man, that person, you know they took their yeah. walk out of their eye. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tito. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. my sister, Avery. She's like... Going down the wrong 
I can say that online because that's my sister. I was gonna say patience, Allie, patience. Oh, I have a lot of patience. I work with kindergarten. <laughs> Put that patience that's in the practice, Allie. Like she lives with Jacob. She's got a lot of patience. We're gonna pay for patience, Mary. I'm sorry, Mary. I know. Lord, he knows me right now. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, my eyes are about to close. Minute. <laughs> no, I think you're doing. Sure. He'll keep nudging you every five seconds. Hey, guys! Take off. Don't worry, Mark. We're still here. We're still here. Go. Eyes closed. Oh. <laughs> I was joking. Uh, let's pray, dear Heavenly Father. Just uh, I hope there was no other Lord, but if there was, we ask that you would have your hand over him, Lord. And, we just ask your hand over the study, Lord. We thank you for everything you're doing, Lord. This was a great study, Lord. Everyone was um, getting in it with things they learned, Lord. And we just thank you for that, Lord. Everything you're doing in our lives, Lord. Everything you're doing through this church and through your people, Lord. We just thank you for it all, Lord. And we ask, we continue to ask for your blessing and leadership over it, Lord, and over this church and everything that goes on here, Lord. Have your leadership be done, Lord. And help the leaders that you've put into place in this church, Lord, and those you're raising up to just have your hand over them. Just continue to grow them, and both spiritually and physically, Lord. And be with them, Lord. We ask that your hand would be over the current leaders, Lord. And I know there's a lot of ailments with both Matt and Memo now, and we just ask your hand over both of them, Lord. Take away the pain and bring them back into the church, Lord. And bringing them healthy and strong, Lord. We just ask for your healing over them, Lord, and your blessing. We ask that your hand would be over uh, Matt's family, is, I believe it's cousin, Lord, Don. Just have your hand over him, that you would heal him and have your protection over him, but also show your hand in his life through it, Lord. You work through it and just be with him, Lord. And just have your hand over Felicia, Lord, and have your peace and comfort over the family, Lord, over the loss. And just be with them. Have them to have your your spirit felt, Lord. Your peace, Lord. The overwhelming peace that we were talking about at the very beginning of all of this, Lord. We just ask for that over the family, Lord. And we ask your hand over Terry, Lord. Uh, continue to be with him, Lord. And just have your continued peace over him. You're healing everything, Lord. Have your entire coverage through the Spirit just be felt over him, Lord. Be with him, Lord. And we also ask the same for Yvette, Lord. Just ask for your healing, Lord. And just be with her, Lord. Everything she's going through, Lord. And be with them. Have your hand over the Ruthio family, Lord, uh, with the baby on the way and um, both of them, Lord, just have your hand over the entire family. Just continue to raise them up in leadership, Lord, and help them to raise this baby up in you, Lord, as, as it's meant to be. Help them to be grounded and continue to seek you in all things, Lord, and help the baby to come healthy, Lord. And we just ask this over them. And we ask your blessing over them and have your hand over Jackie, Lord, and Orlando and their family, Lord, just, uh, be with them through everything they're going through over the spiritual attacks, over the 
health issues, all of it, Lord. We ask your hand over it all, Lord. Be with them and lead and guide them. Continue to raise them up as people grounded in you, Lord, making you their rock, Lord. And we just ask that you would just heal them of their ailments, Lord. Uh, take away the pain. Take away all of it, Lord. We just have to have your peace over their bodies, Lord. Your comfort and the healthy body, Lord. And we ask your hand over uh, my aunt Rhonda, Lord. Be with her, Lord, and everything she's going through. Help her to have your provision, Lord. Help anything that's not right in that home to be made right, Lord. But most importantly, have your spirit be felt, Lord, and help her to help her to get what she needs, Lord. Just be with her. Provide for her, Lord. We ask your hand over the same thing with the um, people that were laid off from Goodwins, Lord. And the company itself, we ask that you would just be with them, Lord. And be with each and every person with what they're going through now, Lord. And having to find a new job or already found a new job, whatever it may be, Lord. We just ask that you would just provide for each and every person and provide for the people of the company, Lord. Just have your peace over the situation and be with them as... They go searching, Lord. Just have your your wisdom and understanding through it, Lord. And we ask for uh, Stephen's family, Lord. Uh, just have your hand over every single person with what they're going through, every single person in his family, Lord. I know a couple of them came out tonight, Lord, and it was beautiful conversations. And We just ask that you would continue to work through him and his family and continue to work in the family, Lord. And, just raise them up to be grounded in you and to have everyone do what they need to do and they want to do, Lord, and just your blessings over it all, Lord, your leadership, Lord, and that they would just follow you wholeheartedly, Lord. And any health issues, we ask that you would heal them, Lord, and help them to do the things they want to do, Lord, and to be led in your spirit, Lord. We ask your hand over my brother's surgery, the weightless, Lord, that you would just do do your miracles, Lord. We know all things can be done by you, Lord. And we just ask that you would move him up. And if it's not meant to be that he wouldn't be moved up, then we ask that you would work through it, Lord, and help him to have that patience, Lord, and understanding. But we do ask that you would move it up, Lord. And just help him with the surgery, Lord, when it comes. Just help him to be able to have it done quickly and to heal quickly, Lord. And just help it go according to your will, Lord. We ask your hand over the bid that's coming up with the Ruthio family, Lord. Uh, we ask that that bid would be in the right company, Lord. The right company would take it. And we also ask that uh, if it is Jacob's company, that you would just help, help them all to be led by you through it, Lord entirely by you that everything would go according to your will and if it's not for them lord then we ask that you would lead the company up and have it just be done right lord everything to be done right both for the customer and the company lord and we ask that your hand would be over ali's sister lord and just help her lead her lord lead her unto what's right lord and everyone falls away or goes this or that way lord but we do ask that you would just be with her. Leader and guide her and help Allie to be that um, shining light, Lord. 
And we ask all these things in your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we say, amen. 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 Amen.